0: Oh <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Naked Men Talking, a podcast exploring naturism and the power of getting your clothes off. I'm Gareth Johnson. On today's episode, we're joined by Christian, the nudist Buddhist. In his work, Christian explores the intersection of nudist and Buddhist philosophies. Christian, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, you've written a bit about your story on your website, and you were drawn to naturism at a fairly young age. Could you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so... uh I've been told, because I don't remember anything as a baby, but I've been told by my parents that they couldn't even keep diapers on me. So physically I was always drawn to just being comfortable whether that was clothed or not. Um, and so that, like, that part is kind of what drew me to naturism. Um, the, the other part is the um, mental or spiritual side of it, in that I'm always someone that likes to bear all, or at least have that ability to be able to do that Um, because i feel like if you're not able to bear all at least with a certain group of people then you're not fully living your life
0: i think that's really powerful I'm uh, just wondering, Can you, have you been able to sort of put your finger on, apart from that sort of wanting to connect authentically with people, have you been able to sort of put your finger on what is it that, you know, draws you to getting your clothes off, you know, even from such a young age? Have you been able to sort of figure out why that was such a big appeal for you?
1: I, I don't know if I've ever really delved too deep into it uh, in terms of the mindset. It was more of just like, hey, this is something that interests me. Let's explore that. And um, nothing negative came of it it was a very positive experience for me and so I you know continued to explore naturism um, I grew up in midwest uh, United States um, so yeah. there's not a whole lot of clothing optional communities around me so everything that I explored was online.
0: But also I, I think of the Midwest as being a fairly you know conservative part of the world. Mm-hmm. I guess did it feel I'm not quite sure what I'm trying to say but it's almost like it mustn't have necessarily been something that you're seeing around you or being encouraged to explore but that's just somehow was the direction you wanted to go in.
1: Yeah um, so the the first time that I got Introduced because like you said, it's, it's a fairly conservative area. And I was uh, brought up in a Christian household and, um, one of the denominations that's very, very conservative as in like, you wear a suit and tie to church kind of a thing. Um, so when I had these desires to be naked and, and just be comfortable in my own body, um, that did go against what I was taught, and so I didn't really look into it too much, so
0: you didn't look into it in the sense that you felt that you had to suppress that sort of side of you or uh,
1: so it was more of like a um you know I had this desire to be naked in you know my own room uh-huh you know, i' I had my own bedroom, and um but I wouldn't do it because I thought it was wrong or sinful or evil, sure, so what was the catalyst for me in doing more research and trying to figure out like, was I the only one was, uh, in my senior year, we took a trip to France. Uh, I took French in high school and there we, um, it was, since it was a school trip, we got paired up with uh, another student there and spent a few days living with them, seeing what their life is like. And, uh, the person that I got, Paired up with played American football in France. Um, And I went to one of his games, and that was interesting to see them and how they interacted with each other, especially after the game was over and they went into the locker room. Because when they went into the locker room to celebrate the game, I don't even remember who won, uh, everybody just started taking their clothes off. And I was shocked because uh, even when I was going into high school, it was like the only people that went and took a shower after gym class were the jocks that were just messing around you know doing the towel whips and all of that stuff Um, so I thought it was something silly but seeing them do it in such a natural normal way I was like oh I might not be as crazy as I thought so you're saying that like
0: at your own school like after a gym class or after sport or something you wouldn't get changed or you'd get changed but you'd no one would be naked in front of anyone else kind of thing is that right
1: oh yeah yeah Um, I'm sure that everyone's heard about the towel dance uh, so that even if people did like go in and they would find a corner they would hold a towel over themselves or something and do the dance so that um, they would never get fully naked or if they did it would be like a very quick nobody can see kind of a thing Um, whereas the converse of that was what I saw in that locker room in France was everybody just got naked everybody just took a shower together and there was nothing sexual going on. There was nothing, um, nobody like jeered at each other or laughed at anybody's penis or anything like that. It was just very normal and natural and comfortable. And I was like, all of this feels like this is what it should be. Not the fear and, and shame that's in the other locker room.
0: Yeah, it must have really motivated you to keep going with your French.
1: Uh, Sort of. Once I graduated high school, I, I uh, did not continue. So <laughs> I've got Duolingo on my phone, but um, yeah, I'm still at zero days. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: you, you mentioned that you grew up in a you know, religious family, religious community, and you've been on a bit of a journey, both with your spirituality and your sexuality. And I was interested, I guess, just reading sort of what you'd written on your website and, and the story that you that you told, it almost felt like those two journeys were almost interdependent in some way. They, they weren't happening in isolation. Would that be accurate?
1: Yeah. So I've got two degrees in psychology. And scientifically, we want everything to be very clean, laboratory, um, isolated. uh, But that's just not the real world. The real world is messy and everything is interdependent of each other. And so working on spirituality also works on sexuality, also works on self-worth, also works on whatever other part of your life that you're working on. So, yes, you can focus on one over the other. But by focusing on one thing, it does help all the others.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. But what do you think sort of started to push you to question some of those sort of fairly fundamental aspects of your life in terms of, you know, the religion that you were brought up in and, uh, you know, the sexuality that you had assumed almost, uh, was there something specific that triggered that or it was just a bit of a gradual process?
1: I think it was just a gradual process of life and growing up, um, I mean, so when I went to college, um, you know, I was a virgin. And then when I had my first sexual experience, it was with a guy. And that just totally blew my mind because I, like, just had never, like, I'd kind of had an inkling in high school of like, oh, I might be attracted to guys maybe, but it never actually, like, nothing ever came of it, especially because I knew I was going to be a Lutheran minister. So I was like, that that's just doesn't, doesn't fit the plan. <laughs> yeah. And and so when it happened, I, you know, I withdrew from this guy who had been a friend already, and then also just kind of withdrew from a lot of things just to try to like sort through how this fits into my new worldview. And yeah, you know, I, I was able to work it out because I realized that the things that are taught in church are not always the real faith, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it makes total sense to me. Um, but what in that process drew you towards Buddhism? Because that's the direction you sort of moved
1: into. How did that happen? Uh, so the the Buddhism aspect is fairly new, like within the past year. All oh, right. So the kind of trajectory was I was going to be a pastor, um, ended up not, uh, and then stopped going to church altogether um exploring other faiths um so i I did look into a little bit of like yoga and some of that hinduism that goes into that i looked into paganism um and a lot of the um like mental and spiritual aspects that go into that and the rituals involved in that and the cycle of the seasons um and all of it like the way that i it, it helped me see religion and faith and spirituality as a giant crystal where it's all the same crystal, but each religion sees just one side of that crystal. So Christianity might see this side. uh, Islam might see this side. Buddhism might might see this side. Hinduism might see this side. Paganism this side. So they're all actually worshiping the same creator, the same deity, or the same spiritual being, whatever you want to call it, but it's from their own kind of little view perspective on that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the part that really bothers me, or well, bothered and still bothers me, is that is saying that this view is right and all the others are wrong. Yeah. And and I think that's where Buddhism really speaks to me is that Buddhism says that here's the way to live in this world the best possible way to make sure that you can self-actualize and be the best version of yourself while also not harming others. Mm. And that's always something that I've striven for, strove for, whatever that Uh, past tense part of it is. is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's where all the other religions that I've looked at have always been very singular in that, like, you need to follow this religion or else, or at least that's the feeling that I've got.
0: No, that's fair. And while you were doing this religious exploration or the spiritual exploration, you were also exploring nudism and, and, and sort of the naturism side of things as well. And and how did you sort of realize or well, come to the conclusion that, well, those two things are, are really compatible, the, the being a nudist and being a Buddhist?
1: Um, yeah. So the the way that that all came to be is I basically since that trip to France and I researched and found that there were Christian naturists, um, that there's actually a a forum online that's still there, like christiannaturist.org or something like that. Um, and that helped me explore the naturism side of things.
0: Oh, so did you get in touch with them when you got back? Because that would have sort of been the obvious thing to do in a way, would it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of how I, I explored naturism initially, was uh. like, okay, is this compatible with Christianity? Yeah. And, and it turns out that it is. Because the body itself is a vessel. Uh-huh. The body itself is just like who you are in this physical life. It's more what you do with it that would cause the sin. Uh-huh. No, I understand. And that's also ties into every other religion, pretty much. Yeah. I'm sure there's different nuances for each, but um, but especially in Buddhism, you know, if you go to the temple, you know, they're gonna tell you wear long pants do these things. uh, Don't show your skin as much as possible because that's just respecting the temple and, and um, the monks that are there that have taken this vow of chastity among other things. Um, but outside of the temple, it's still your choice. Uh You know, it's your body. It's how you want to live in this world. And as long as you're not harming anybody else, then it's fine. Um, and actually could be encouraged, especially if by getting naked and becoming comfortable with yourself, you become stronger and able to help others find their own strength.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I don't know a lot about Buddhism, to be honest, but you, you're you kind of saying that you can really feel that connection between the, the philosophies that not only are they compatible, but they actually support each other in, the, in that way.
1: Um, yeah, the there's uh, five tenets of the, the lay person. There's like hundreds if you become a monk, (laughs) Um, but the five basic tenets are don't kill. Don't lie. Don't steal. uh, Don't have sexual misconduct and uh, don't take intoxicants. So all of that is don't harm others. Don't harm yourself. Mm. And the part that the nudism falls into is that sexual misconduct area. And, It can be very easy to have sexual misconduct, um, especially if you don't ask first. So, like, if friends are coming over and I just get naked, even though I'm a nudist, that could be misconduct because they might not be comfortable with it. Ah. But if I ask, hey, I'm comfortable being naked, is it okay for you if I get naked? And if they say no, then... Okay, cool. I'll stay clothed because that's going to make our connection better. Uh huh. Uh huh. Whereas if they say, you know what? No, maybe. Okay, go ahead. No, you're fine. Then I'll get naked and, you know, I'll make sure that they know that they're not required to get naked. It's all up to their comfort level. Um, because to me, it's more about the connection with the people than it is about the nudism.
0: No, I understand that totally. Yeah yeah, the nudism doesn't trump everything else kind of thing.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Now, you offer coaching and meditation sessions, and that's within this framework of Buddhism and nudism. And I I guess I'm interested in what sort of people sort of respond to that. Who are, who are the people that are drawn to working with you in that way?
1: Yeah, so uh, I've only ever advertised to nudists, so... They're obviously nudists, because that's how they found you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, so they they appreciate that aspect of it. Um, And, you know, since the the Buddhist part is more recent and the naked coaching started even before uh, I found Buddhism. um, But the coaching aspect and the way that nudism is involved in that is that uh, I feel like clothing is a barrier and can help you hide. And not only physically, but like when you have your clothing on, you also emotionally just kind of let those barriers stay up. Whereas if you get naked, then your brain says, oh, I'm okay being naked in front of this person. I guess I can maybe reveal a little bit more details about myself that I might not normally provide. Mm. And so that automatically gets to the heart of whatever's causing the real issue. Um, Cause you can, you can go the symptoms of, oh, I'm tired. I'm drained. I don't, yeah, I don't feel like myself. Mm. Yeah. That's like saying, oh, I've got a headache. You know, is it, you know, just because of lack of water or is it a tumor? <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: broad diagnosis, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, it's
1: personal development, sort
0: of just conversations um, that you're having with people.
1: Yeah. So, one of the first pe- things that most people ask is, naked coaching, do you coach people how to get naked?
0: Yeah, that's a good question though, isn't it?
1: Yes, that I could do that. So, uh, so.
0: If someone had um, challenges like you experienced growing up about getting
1: naked in front of other people, you could help them through that process. Right. And I would do that by providing examples of things that have worked for other people uh, and then helping them come up with their, their own plan of, okay, you know, maybe I'll be naked in my room like after a shower. I'll stay naked for an hour or whatever they feel comfortable with and, but just right outside their comfort level, because that's where the growth happens. Mm. And then that would eventually lead to them being more comfortable being naked, being more comfortable with their body and then could potentially lead to other things since everything's interdependent of, Oh, now that I'm more comfortable with myself, maybe I can go out and get a boyfriend or girlfriend, or if they already have a partner, um uh, Helping them with that relationship, or if they're having troubles at work because of self-confidence issues, maybe talking about how they can use that confidence that they just built by getting naked in their other parts of their life.
0: Yeah, oh, that's fascinating, isn't it? How do you practice your naturism on a day-to-day basis? Is are you always naked whenever possible, or do you have a, a bit of a routine around it, uh, or do you get into sort of social naturism opportunities?
1: So I i'm pretty much a home nudist in that um you know when i get home i get naked um that's mostly just because that's i'm most comfortable naked um and being in the midwest in the winter it can get cold so i might put <laughs> some slippers on um you know it's basically whatever i'm most comfortable in uh, and that that's at home out in the real world uh Obviously, I put on clothes to go pump gas and go to work and, um, you know, go to the bar, that kind of thing. Um, but as far as social nature activities, um, you know, there's a, a clothing optional campground that's near us that oh, we go nice. to not as often as I'd like. But, um, you know, uh, we were there a couple weeks ago um, and it was nice beautiful weather we were able to be naked the whole weekend without worrying about sweating too much or getting too cold or and it like it was just perfect weather It was great um but that is also limited so something that i've talked to some other other people about is doing some more social gatherings um in our house or in their house or wherever uh with other people just to have you know maybe play card games or dice games or watch a movie or something and just have it be naked or clothing optional. Um, cause that's, to me, that's more my style.
0: I have, cause it fits with your consent sort of question, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. Like the whole, like, I want you to enjoy yourself, have a good time. And if that's just wearing underwear, you know, you're not totally naked, but you're, you're still comfortable because getting the spirit you're around of the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's it's whatever degree your comfort level is. And and I know some people are like, no, this isn't a nudist thing, so you have to be naked. Like, mm. <laughs> no, I, I think that swings the pendulum too much on the other side. I've been to some
0: guest houses and places where they're quite specific about the rules of you must be naked in these areas, which I think oh, I'm fine with because, you know, the rules. But uh, anyway, what's holding you back from creating those social naturalist opportunities then? Is that just you haven't quite found that network of people locally or you, is that just on your list of things to do?
1: So m- mostly the network thing. Um, also, my like day job uh, is uh, I'm a realtor and I also am the tech trainer in our office. So I help other realtors with their tech stuff. And that has taken up ninety percent of my time. Yeah, and you know the other ten percent is spent like at home recovering and then living, just living life. Living, yeah. (laughs) Um, and and working with the the few clients that I do have, um, through the Naked Coaching. So, um, it's really a more of a time thing because I now have enough people that have expressed interest, um, and now it's just a matter of like getting it together. So, now it's on my to-do list. Whether it'll happen, I don't know, but. (laughs) No,
0: I think you've just got to manifest it. Once you say it's going to happen, it has to happen. But but also, there must be a niche in the real estate market for like a naked realtor, surely. You could uh, bring all of that together, you know, that intersection could be really powerful.
1: In short, yes, I have thought of that. (laughs) Um, However, the reality is that since I still am in the Midwest, that if I (laughs) advertise myself as the naked realtor, everyone's going to be like, ew, that's gross. He's a pedophile. So...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There might be some downside. Yeah.
1: (laughs) However, what I have started doing uh, is asking people, what level of privacy do you want? Oh, nice. Do you want to be able to wear whatever you want in your house, in your backyard? Or are you more comfortable with some neighbors that may be close and... Um, if you've ever seen the show Home Improvement, uh-huh. there's a character named Wilson that all you can see is the like from the nose up. <laughs> and so I'm like, do you, do you want more like Wilson where you can be neighborly but also not really see much?
0: No, I think that's a good question, isn't it? Because it's sometimes something you don't think about when you're looking at properties and things like, could I lie out here naked and be that would be okay? I mean, I, that's probably yeah. my starting question.
1: Yep. Oh, I, I know that that's, that's what I look for <laughs> as a nudist. Yeah. But um, but I, I know that not everybody is in that same vein. And so like when I ask, and that's my my coaching also helps with my real estate because it's very much the like, tell me more. Where are you coming from? What are your wants, wishes, desires? And how can we make that a reality for you?
0: I guess my final question is, If someone was a bit curious about experiencing naturism, what advice or guidance would you give them?
1: Uh, I would say start where you're comfortable and then go one step further. So if you're only comfortable being naked in the bathroom, you know, showering, whatever, um, then maybe after your walk to your bedroom, you just take the towel off and you're naked for a little while. And just take those little steps uh, because there's... uh, a domino effect theory that those little steps will end up growing into bigger and bigger steps, and and will actually get you to where you want to go, and and so the yeah I, I think that would be my suggestion is just take those little tiny baby steps, because even though it might not feel like it's much, it's a start, and doing something is better than doing nothing.
0: Or you could just immerse yourself in a French locker room and go full hog.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> that sounds like another kind of story, though. Ah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings
0: us to the end of this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Today's guest has been Christian, the nudist Buddhist. You can find out more about his work on Christian's website, the Stay naked, stay sexy, and we'll see you next time. Bye.